0: welcome to the surly horns podcast this is season four episode two and we are exhausted and ready to be vulgar fat motherfuckers for the fans rgb3 how you doing
1: i'm good it's been a long couple weeks folks we've missed y'all um obviously we're in season four uh, we thought we were going to get back on track with, you know, season four, episode one. Like, oh, we'll get back to our weekly deal. We got this rolling. Um, we did not. Um, I don't know if y'all know this, but life has been kind of fucking crazy. Um, the good news is we're back now. There there may be some of you that follow
0: the the the, the real lives of your podcast hosts. Um, we stayed busy. busy. They got busy <laughs> for reasons. Uh, yeah. And um, well, now w- yeah, things have calmed down uh, enough for us for, now. for us to really come and talk about some of our favorite things, which include uh, the Longhorns, maybe a little bit of shade and fraud at some people that are curtain. out there, some teams that are out there, um, and and maybe a little bit of fucking Christmas uh, cheer.
1: And ho, 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 bitches. Ho, 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 motherfuckers. And, uh, you know, speaking of spreading some cheer, um, I'm announcing it here. You'll, by the time this podcast drops, you will also see it posted on the Surly board. Um, it turns out, even though my real life job is shipping, um, shipping is still expensive, even at cost. So to combat this, we any Burn Ends member that's listening to this, which you should all be Burn Ends members if you're listening to this. Otherwise, you're a broke bitch. You hopefully, if you're a Flats or a Points member, you've got a cup and a magnet waiting for you. We've had them in for a couple weeks. They've been sitting in my fucking office, taking up a shit ton of room. I'm ready to disperse these bad boys. So I'm going to be doing a happy hour featuring your lovely podcast hosts, uh, maybe two podcast hosts, depending on the date. And, uh, if I'm Matt can get down from Austin to Houston, but, um, we're going to be doing a happy hour, either Thursday, the 6th of January or Thursday, the 13th of January, um, at Pinkerton's barbecue, obviously, um, shout out Grant uh, we will have cups, we will have shirts, we will have koozies to buy. Um, so if you... oh, And, and your, we may your magnets.
0: or may not have a special Longhorn guest, depending on okay. what we can...
1: Yes, we are working on a very special Longhorn guest. Not a burn-in member, but maybe an honorary burn-in member is what we call him. Um, somebody that you know, somebody you love, somebody that might be a badass motherfucker. Um, so stay tuned for that. Details come in, details will be on the board. Um, go vote for the date, either the 6th or the 13th, but that's happening. Um, it's going to be dollar beers at, uh, there dollar shiners at Pinkerton's on that Thursday, whichever Thursday we pick. Um, we'll probably have a bar tab, you know, we'll, we'll do it big. Come out, meet your, meet your fellow, you know, your podcast hosts and, uh, get your fucking cups out of my goddamn office. <laughs> It All takes right. up a lot of fucking room. Y'all don't realize. It does. Four I've, I've giant seen pictures. Boxes. It is. I mean, it is. It because each cup. You. Everybody's seen these. They're nice ass Arctic cups. I haven't posted a picture yet. I will post a picture in the thread. They're really nice Arctic cups, and they're in a box with a bunch of other boxes. So I have four gigantic boxes just taking up half of my office, <laughs> and I need them out. So and show uh, up.
0: The magnets <laughs> are very. Very cool and nice and very strong. So people that don't like bumper stickers, you're in luck. You don't have to worry about residue on your car. Uh, anytime you come to like a tailgate event or you're around people who you're comfortable with, you slap it on. Whenever you want it to be a clean look, you take it off. It's, yep. a, it's an easy
1: deal. And you get to advertise the burn ends, more people are gonna sign up, or you know, stick it on your beer fridge. You know, your buddies will walk by and hey, you know, grab a Modelo out of the fridge and say, Hey, what's that? Oh, let me tell you, buddy. Would you like to be a bagman? I <laughs> I have a platform for you, sir. <laughs> I wanna
0: be a bag man. That was supposed
1: to be I wanna be a snowman
0: in two, yeah. but I don't know, I can't see <laughs> music video uh, incoming. Yeah, we are gonna be doing a music video for uh season two. Of the burn ends. But uh, other exciting things for people who are not currently burnt ends members. Um, we did delay the burnt ends dinner due to uh you know life missing a fucking bowl game. Yeah, so of life. it it made things really complicated. Nobody wanted to fucking stay in town. It got shitty with the holidays.
1: Cade rain, anyway, we just ability. pushed out,
0: we're gonna do that sometime in either uh late January or early February, you will have an opportunity to get your burn ends cups at that dinner as well. Um, and, and that's all going to be happening. So there is still a really good reason to join the burn ends, especially at the points level, um, before next season, there's also other really good reasons. Um, if you haven't heard all of the podcasts, um, that they've—they're not podcasts. They're like post-game wrap-ups with uh, each of the tight ends this season. Uh, each one of the tight ends did a post-game wrap-up of a different game that we chose. They're all about ten minutes long, and you really get a, a good feel for uh, how these guys see the game and how they prepare. Obviously, Jared Wiley's gone. Well, um, we'll talk about that a little bit more, but Jared Wiley's still burn end, baby. Until August. August. (laughs) Um, So uh, if Jared, I mean, he doesn't get paid if he just decides not to do all the other things. But Jared's still on the hook for an AMA um, and uh, a podcast appearance because he never did the podcast podcast and um, the the burn ends dinner. So uh, the AMA is only going to be for members. So you can't ask questions. You can't see the answers. If you don't pay at least $10 a month to the burn ends um, and you're broke and, and you, you can't listen to the postgame wrap ups, the podcast free for all as usual. We're going to give it to, to the Surly Horns podcast listener nation. Um, that's just something that's gratis, uh, but we don't talk football. We talk maybe about their lives. So if you uh, heard the last podcast with Tope Amade, it'll be a lot more like that.
1: We talked uh, Superman the- basically the entire time, so superheroes. Yeah,
0: yeah. and the only way to get Burn End swag—if you like the T-shirts, if you like the cups, if you like the magnets—you can't buy them unless you're a Burn End. I will not yep. sell them to you.
1: And hey, and and for anybody thinking, "Oh man, I should be a Burn End," uh, I'm not one yet, but I really want to go meet the Tom Herman-looking motherfucker that I listened to on a podcast. Guess what? If you show me. That you are not a Burn Ends member at the happy hour, but you become a Burn Ends member, I'll buy you a beer. So you will receive a $1 shiner from your boy Boom. for signing up. You're that, already that's
0: making like money. $119 a year instead of $120. So
1: you're welcome. <laughs> um
0: so let's let's dive in to one of the funniest fucking things that I've ever seen happen. <laughs> And and that, like, the context for this is, uh, like, predates, just barely, but predates the Surly Horns podcast with me and RGB3 hosting. So, right before we started hosting, the University of Texas was rumored to be hiring or attempting to hire a certain Coach Urban Meyer.
1: Yeah, um... Oh boy, we dodged a bullet like fucking Neo in the Matrix. Like that was, <laughs> we, we are all the way leaning back right now, like dodging bullets. dude. So so I know why it failed. is because his, and, and I know why he didn't come here. I don't know. Why he, I know why he didn't come to Texas. It's because his personality needs to ensure that whoever he's coaching can't just fucking leave because he's a dickhead. His ego is so big. He doesn't understand that the reason why he didn't come to Texas is because of the transfer portal. I know that now his shit just wouldn't fly. Kids would just fucking leave like they did for Tom Herman. Like, oh, you're a dickhead. Like, well, I'm just going to go somewhere where, you know, I'm going to go to play for Lincoln Riley, who's just not a giant dickhead. You know, it's that fucking easy. Well, guess what, buddy? The NFL's worse. The NFL is 100 times worse than the fucking transfer portal, because not only can those motherfuckers just leave, they'll they're millionaires. Do you think kicking your fucking kicker in the leg is going K- like- to
0: kicking the kicker? <laughs> kicking oh the man. Leg
1: kicker is going to, and then, and then what? the, the flight the not taking the flight home and then getting grinded on in your fucking bar. What are you thinking? I mean, I mean, there was, there was a
0: lot that happened in Jacksonville. Um, and none of it involved winning and none of it involved improvement. Uh, and and Urban Meyer, everybody has said, uh "Oh, you know, he's the greatest coach of all time. He has Hello. nothing left to prove in college, and that's why he went to the NFL." Um, and and you know, now that he's been unceremoniously fired in at midnight, at midnight, by the way, <laughs> yeah. on like a random fucking—I like don't even know—it was like a. It was like a Tuesday. It was like midnight on a Tuesday. They were like, we're fucking done with you. Fired for cause. Cause. No fucking payout. He's the fastest, fastest NFL coach to ever be fired. To ever be fired. He's the worst. The worst, fastest coach ever fired. He's historically bad and probably will remain historically bad at least until he's dead. For sure, Because
1: Bobby Bobby but, Petrino set the standard when he left the Falcons to go to Arkansas. Bobby Petrino set the standard, but he got four wins. They left at the exact same game, so Urban was fired. Bobby Petrino just fucking deuced out and left. But Urban only got two wins with a generational number one overall pick quarterback and a really good running back. I mean, he, he lost to the Texans twice. <laughs> who he benched. Because...
0: Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he was Maybe he was mouthing off to coach. Who fucking knows? But you do not bench. In the NFL, you don't bench your best player, even if they have the worst attitude. Even if they're a crazy person. Hello, Antonio Brown. You <laughs> don't fucking bench your best player. Ever. You don't. That's not how the NFL works. That's not how any of this works. And so, now uh, the NFL has this weird way of airing out like all of your dirty laundry. And so I think people knew, right? They suspected, but he was able to massage the media and get away with certain things as plausible, but never really just put out in the open that he was a piece of shit. Now that his shit has been put on blast. Uh, there are some people who still believe that, oh, he could just walk into any college job he wants. He's not toxic. He's not radioactive like Art Browse. No, this motherfucker's like Art Browse. No one, no one will hire him in college.
1: Nope. No, no. Uh, well, I mean, he, he's going to fuck off back to broadcasting. 100%. He's going to take a year off. I need to be with my family. I need to get with my life straight. You know, I need to, he, he's he's it's it's toxic. He's, his career Dude, I don't know.
0: I don't know that there's many broadcasting people who want who want that smoke, right? They're they're all worried about hashtag Me Too and
1: true. Know, yeah, but I mean, he like, just got grinded on a little bit, you know. He just got you know he might have fingered. A I mean, Bob
0: Stoops is doing a real good job, and Bob Stoops, you know, instead of of getting grinded on by chicks and failing in the NFL at least the the league that he was going to coach in crumbled and just went away. And Bob (laughs) Stoops, you know, he's inducted to the Hall of Fame, and then Lincoln Riley leaves in the middle of the night. He picks up the pieces, has this graceful transition of power to Brent Venables uh, as the new (laughs) OU coach.
1: Brent Venables. Have we laughed about that yet? Have we laughed about – we have not had a chance to laugh about Brent Venables, Um, and trust me. Uh, If Brent Venables was their number one pick, it would have been announced the day after Lincoln Riley fucking left. They got told no twice by two pretty large and substantial names that I'm sure you would hurt. You've heard and well, fuck, I'll just tell you, I don't care. They got told no by Matt rule and Aranda, both of them. They got told to stuff it. So fuck you. OU. you got told no twice, bitch. And you settled I, I, for Brent Venables. This fucking I don't know how, never been a head yeah, coach.
0: Dave Miranda is—he's either a genius or a very stupid man. That man. He won the Big Twelve championship. That's great. Good for him. Awesome. Um, time to leave. Yeah. Time to time to leave. Uh, time to leave Baylor. Because, I thought he would have been
1: because, the LSU coach for sure. I mean, it made it's such it was such a good fit. Go, you know, it made
0: more sense than Brian fucking Kelly
1: hey, uh, you know, my who, family... Who has, who has now
0: since just proven that he is a fucking idiot <laughs>
1: the, my family that was fucking great that's okay so you know I, i'm in the red flag business and and you know you need to see a couple red flags there's a number one my family <laughs> where you're faking an accent in your introduction at a halftime game number two is that fucking colin baton rouge where he's fucking doing his little like jig he's so when I initially clicked on the video, I thought he was dancing to like a rap video. Like I didn't have sound on when I saw it, and I was like, okay, well, he's just an awkward white guy that doesn't know how to fucking dance. That's cool, whatever, I get it. Um, but he's sitting there, and it's fucking—it's a, a country song, and he's like trying to get down with it. It's like my quarterback, like, <laughs> or got my coach or some shit. They're throwing up the—I don't know what the hell. Oh.
0: He—he—he's run everybody off. He ran, he ran like a legendary strength and conditioning coach off. He ran like he's running weird, weird things that are not broken at LSU. Off. Corey, Raymond. He, Corey
1: Raymond, Corey Raymond, yeah. Corey Raymond, Mickey Joseph and Kevin Falk should be on any staff in America, let alone it's, LSU. It's, it's real
0: weird what, what he's doing there. Um, and it's it's also super strange. Yeah. Um, so I guess the quarterback went in the portal and then decided to stay. The other one left and is, is going to Texas AM, which we'll talk about. <laughs> right. I mean number one recruiting class in the nation, right? Ka-ching. Super obvious that you fucking literally just paid players that you were in head to head battles with with like every it wasn't just Go the head to heads with Texas, guys. It was the head to heads yeah. with Georgia, the head to heads with Alabama. They straight just, just bought paid players
1: just bought and the number one they were eight
0: and four and well now they're eight and forfeit because uh, <laughs> that should be the title of the podcast right there eight literally and calzada fucking hated them so much that he was like i'm not waiting till the bowl game fuck you guys hey I'm his instagram post you can
1: all s my d <laughs>
0: and then we have uh uh the draft declarations, opt outs. it's like that team is uh, you know they needed that number one recruiting class in the nation because they had just a whole mass exodus of talent and and it was like the good kind, not the not the kind that's like a, a addition by subtraction. like these are guys that they really would have loved to keep. Uh, in any situation. And, uh, then they've lost all of their fucking coaches. Like, like something's, something's going on over there that is, uh, some fuckery is about,
1: well, right? it's it's it, all about your, you're, they're hiring these fucking hired guns is what it is. You know, if, if a player is getting paid to go to your school, the second that money dries up and is no longer financially beneficial for them to be there. They will leave. They will go to the best financial avenue for them. And that's what they should expect. They are all hired guns that they're bringing. And go look at how many kids that they got in Texas. It's like, I think it's like 50% of their class was in Texas. And it's because they're going nationally for like, oh, can I buy you? Cool. Well, you want to come to college fucking station? Texas, it's a great place. Trust well, but me. But it's
0: not just that. So fuckery is afoot, not just from the really obvious nature of their dealings with these players, but the people who are doing these deals and dropping these bags are also just like, I don't even like we were so obvious about it that we like can't stay
1: there. It's a mess. Like, it's excellence. weird. It's really They're,
0: weird for everyone to leave. The offensive line coach line got taken coach. by USC their director of recruiting or football operations, somebody yeah, who was like Oregon. a bag man, infrastructure guy, pieced out and went to Oregon, um, to help them, I guess, rebuild the bag program. He came from Georgia and was dropping all kinds of bags. Which yeah, everybody that Everybody knows that Georgia was <laughs> yeah. buying players. Um, so some shit, some, some fuckery is afoot. Um, and and that now their team isn't playing a fucking bowl game, and and this isn't some like oh shucks like we just can't play because something, uh, you can play a, a, if you want. Uh, you just have to be able to field a fucking team. It doesn't need to be what well, however many scholarship. That's that's a, a an out right. You don't have to play a game. If you have so many scholarship athletes out,
1: this you is, could fucking, is cool. You could
0: field a team of non-scholarship players and some scholarship players, and still go.
1: This is and the. This team, is five
0: point eight million dollars.
1: This is the university. This is the team that has prided themselves on the twelfth man and the walk on for a since fucking Hitler rose to power before interracial marriage was legal. They have prided themselves on the 12th man, the 12th man, the 12th man. And now, buddy, it's time for the 12th, the 13th, the 14th, the 15th, the 16th man to go ahead and start, you know, sizing up them pads. Um, But no, instead they chickened out because Jimbo Fisher didn't want a fucking fifth loss. And any Aggie that's ever going to listen to this, just know fucking this in your fucking heart, you know. Exactly what this is. Oh, we had COVID. Oh, we had opt-outs. Oh, we had you know people declaring. Oh, we only had 38 scholarship players. Fuck you. You had to start the fucking walk-on freshman quarterback because you're shitty at roster management. You're sh- you hire fuck these hired fucking gun players, and now you're crying because you knew Wake Forest was gonna wax that fucking ass. Wake Forest well, was gonna I, come what I, I don't get is. That ass.
0: is- the athletic department decision to walk away from that amount of money is, is that has to piss the rest of the conference. Like that that's, that's bullshit. It's, it's trash. That's a substantial amount of revenue.
1: Well, I mean, they paid more for their recruiting class than the 5.8 million that they would have received in the bowl game. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> uh, But who knows? Maybe uh the way that this goes is because they opted out. I don't know. Like I I haven't read the SEC bylaws or anything, but maybe because they opted out, they don't get the rev share of the rest of the bowl games.
1: Hey, but shout and out, that would be Rutgers. fair. You know? That that would be fair. Shout out Rutgers getting the getting to go to the Gator Bowl now. <laughs> what the fuck? The Gator Rutgers Bowl. The, Rutgers is going to their best bowl ever. Ever of all time because AM just deuced out and they're probably going to get waxed. And will I lay a hundred bucks on Rutgers like plus 36 and a half against Wake Forest? Probably. <laughs> I don't know what the line would be, but that sounds fair.
0: Yeah. I had some people from Texas AM texting me and, and stuff the day uh, of National Signing Day and they were like, oh, yeah, got that running back in the class. So, you know, time for. Of course it's time for Stan Drayton to leave. Day of. How shitty. How shitty of that coach to just, like, keep that until the day of and then
1: leave. Sure, buddy. And it's
0: like, uh, um, hey, have you looked at your fucking, your house that's, like, burning down?
1: <laughs> Get your mans, bro. Get your mans. Yeah. They don't and, even now, like- and
0: now they, they did something even worse. They fucking let their offensive line coach,
1: who apparently... Pitched
0: continue. I mean, he's a good, he's a good coach, right? He's, he's not a bad coach, so they had that going for him. Uh, they don't anymore. Now they have all these great offensive linemen with no great offensive line coach, and uh, a great offensive line coach is is not Jimbo Fisher's specialty. That is not. It's not a Jimbo. Fi- he's not Mike Sherman. No, that right? was this isn't this isn't the, the Texas that's Mike Sherman that's going to get uh, a bunch of first rounders and like have an NFL caliber. Offensive line developed by at the head coach. Florida
1: State. That was his downfall at Florida State. He, he started recruiting cubes, giant fucking cubes, and he'd play these guards and centers at tackle and think it was going to suffice. But you know what my favorite thing about their entire uh, recruiting class is um, their defensive coordinator left before National Signing Day. Um, they experienced zero attrition of that class, and they actually added a defensive five-star Um, So if that tells you anything, NCAA, who I'm sure is listening to this podcast, um, you should look into that. If their defensive coordinator, who, who Terrence Brooks, the only reason he flipped to us was the, the, the suggestion or the rumor that a defensive coordinator was about to leave. So this defensive coordinator legitimately just fucked off and left and they experienced zero attrition from the recruiting class. And added a five-star. What?
0: Yeah. Just I anyway, mean, there,
1: there's all the evidence you fucking need. <laughs> like, uh, come on. Context clues anyway. Buddy.
0: You know, they have the number one class. Texas right now, uh, coming, coming from the fucking top rope, right? They they had they had fallen from grace. Uh, you know, it was barely a top ten class. It it may like arguably wasn't a top 10 class. They were sitting pretty much outside the top 10. And then Quinn Ewers, who, by the way, loves chicken fried steak, loves chicken fried steak. Who doesn't? Um, We're in Texas. I love chicken fried steak. Fucking chicken fried steak. Awesome. Um, We ate enough chicken fried steak to summon our savior, Quinn Ewers. Uh, So he joined the team. Ewers are bust, Um, baby.
1: Oh, Lord have mercy. I'm about to bust, (laughs) (laughs) Dude.
0: So we had some offensive line, five star off, two offensive five stars on the offensive line, you know, the commit, then Quinn Ewers, then uh, we had the Terrence Brooks flip, then...
1: Uh, the big-ass uh, kid mean, from Westlake. We got the Xavier Bryce from flip. Yeah.
0: So there were some major flippage. It was flippness. Yeah. It was flippness. And those flips were big flips. And so they... Not only took away from other teams that were ahead in the rankings uh, of Texas, but it allowed Texas to climb all the way to basically the consensus number four class in the nation.
1: Yeah, and and stuff
0: coming. um, Right, there's there's a couple more coming, and they're still adding from the transfer portal. Um, So in Sark's last press conference, uh, everybody's worried about these numbers. It seems like Sark does not give a fuck. Numbers. We are went from thirty-two. Regardless. We went from thirty-two new scholarship players up to thirty-six. Fucking next time it's probably going to be forty-five. Fucking overhauling the roster by any legal means necessary. Like we're if you, if you fucking decide to post pictures of fucking a girl in Oklahoma, which you probably shouldn't do if without consent.
1: Don't do that. Uh,
0: you're going you're to be on the bad. fucking team because we don't need shit like that. Get we in the need fucking portal. Get in the like motherfucker. This awesome guy from Ohio State.
1: Get in the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Get in Ryan the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Watts, we got out of the portal today, about an hour ago, when you're listening to this. Uh, probably immediate starter at cornerback um this is the third time in like the past two weeks we've rated ohio state which is fucking great i mean and we haven't even really waxed poetic on quinn Ewers and and how confident we were at times hey we're getting him. hey we're not hey we're getting we got him and we i mean people forget this guy was he's he's the only perfect recruiting ranked quarterback outside of vincent young um yes I want that. Yeah, you heard that right. You heard that right. Yeah. I I did not misspeak. That he's a perfect ranking as a prospect, um, and he's here, and he's at Texas, and he's gonna put up 11 fucking billion yards. If Casey Thompson had his clip pierced, I don't even want to know what kind of Prince Albert shit Quinn Ewers is working with.
0: Uh, so good segue. Uh, Casey Thompson. Uh, thanks and bye.
1: Especially your fucking dad. Peace off, you Sooner piece of shit. Fuck him. Fuck off to prison. You can believe that. <laughs> or don't. I don't fucking care. Fuck you, Charles Thompson, you piece of shit. Fuck you. He's the one that fed Brian Jones all that bullshit about you know, race and all that kind of shit. It wouldn't shock me if he was feeding into some of this the eyes of Texas bullshit. He's a piece of shit, Sooner, and he always fucking was. Casey Thompson, this is his third goddamn time he's hit the fucking transfer portal. Goodbye. Thank you for your service. Goodbye. Good fucking luck. You will not be missed, mainly because of your shitty fucking father. Fuck off. Uh,
0: And then uh, we also have more transfer portal news. Um, So as of of this, right, just staying on Casey for a tad bit longer, um, Casey Thompson has not landed anywhere else. Um, So all of the actual, like, you know, there's been some some really good quarterbacks hit the portal. Um, all of those said quarterbacks, even Spencer Radler, who like uh, insta-got in the portal. South Carolina. <laughs> w- but that, you know, within a week, they have found a landing spot. Uh, there has been no, there is no land, there's no clear landing spot for Casey Thompson. Uh, Caleb Williams is going TCU, to Miami. But I don't know that he wins the starting job at TCU.
1: I, I want know Casey that Thompson to go to up. OU. I want Casey Thompson to go to OU really bad, really bad, really bad. <laughs> I want Caleb Williams to fuck off to Miami, which has been rumored, um, and I want Casey Thompson to go to OU, and I want to skull fuck him in front of his dad um, on the football field, not in a weird way. You can bleep that, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the Shirley podcast. We're vo- we're uh, we're about it. About honestly, I don't. I honestly, I don't know where I don't know where he ends up. I figured I actually pegged him for um, NC State, maybe. Um, you know, and
0: here's the thing. The problem is that nobody's call. Nobody's calling. I don't think anybody's calling. I don't think that this is a situation where it's like definitely not like Quinn Ewers, where everybody's calling. Everybody was calling Quinn Ewers.
1: Fuck you, Tech. We got him, bitch.
0: <laughs> we did. <laughs> Um, so similar situation, right? Uh, a guy that, you know, we're bummed to, to see leave. He graduated, uh, just like Casey and, you know, he decided that he was going to hit the portal, even though he was getting playing time. And I don't know, he was, fit fit the scheme a little bit. So, but Jared Wiley tight end for Texas is, uh, is leaving Texas. And, and we're going to get, uh,
1: we're, we're gonna take a five-second break, and we're gonna insert um, "Crossroads" by Bone Thugs and Harmony right here. See you at the crossroads. You won't be lonely. <laughs> our, our, well, I guess he's a second burn-in that left because because Kade ran out of Cade um, ran out of eligibility, eligibility. but yeah, yeah. And but, yeah. so I don't know. Best of luck, Jared.
0: Yeah, good luck.
1: But your I, dad's probably I cool. Don't, I don't know wh- where are you going. I think this was not a pure Jared Wiley decision. Same as the Casey Thompson thing. I think it was a more get in the motherfucker thing. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I don't think I don't think Jared's a bad guy from all of our experiences with him. He's a, a, a been a great fellow, I think. And I don't think it was a personality getting the motherfucker. I think it was more of a, hey, look, we have these young guys. We have a full tight end room. You're not going to get the playing time if you want to make the NFL Go somewhere you're going to get more playing time is my guess, and I think he's. I think he. I actually think Jared's going to have a better soft landing spot than people think. Like I think he could do better than TCU. You know, if you told me he went to an Auburn or something like that, you know, flex out the tight end kind of deal. I think you. I don't think he fits Sark's scheme very well. Um, Obviously, he wasn't the greatest blocker, which I do think his shoulder injury played a part of that but i do think that he's a good receiver and i think he was underutilized as a re- um i would love to see him go to an offense that utilized him more you know go to uh go to a pack school go to fucking oregon man or go to go to hell he would actually do really good at tech i don't want him i don't want to see him at tech but i think he'd actually do pretty fucking good there
0: yeah well i mean we'll see uh but again i think a situation where uh texas for better or for worse has not had any i don't think anybody that's entered the transfer portal from texas has has landed anywhere
1: uh tyler owens landed at texas tech but that was like oh, that's forever right. ago that's but true. other than that Adamora hasn't found a spot bj foster hasn't found a spot casey jared uh i feel like there are a couple yeah avante woodard marcus caldwell like i i I don't know where all these kids are going to land. There are so many names in that goddamn portal, too. Yeah, There's I think, over a thousand.
0: Yeah, it's still in the portal right now. And who knows where they're going to go. But there's only so many top tier power five schools. And um, there's, there's only so many needs at those schools that they're not filling with really great recruiting classes or highly sought after transfers. Um, Some of so, these kids,
1: if they want to play, they're going to have to drop down to the FCS level, not even the G5 level. But like, yeah. if you told me Marcus Caldwell ended up at same Houston state, it wouldn't shock me in the slightest, you know, um, if you really want to play and you really want to play football and you don't just want to go and play school or, you know, just be comfortable being a depth piece for however long your eligibility runs out then Yeah. They, I mean, it's G5. FCS is what you're looking at um, for a lot and not just Texas guys, a lot of guys.
0: So let's shift gears a little bit and talk uh, about, a controversial recruiting decision that uh, had lots of misinformation about NIL swirling about it. And and we know something about misinformation about NIL and how yes. people love to associate NIL deals with things that aren't really associated with it. Um, but Travis Hunter, number one, because Quinn Ewers is technically a 2021 recruit. He's not a 22 recruit. The consensus number one, number two guy in Travis Hunter, a court cornerback, uh, yep. same build, same, Dion. yeah, same Dion, athletic Dion. build, same. Basically, he's young Dion, and instead of Florida State, chooses uh, what is it, Jackson, Jackson State?
1: State, Jackson State, yeah, the first ever historically black college um to receive a five-star any any five-star this is like the five-star and he is the number one recruit in the nation um and anybody that believed the stupid fucking adarn schefter it wasn't adam schefter it was some bull (laughs) that he got a 1.5 million dollar deal from barstool okay so number one guys number one for anybody that believed that you cannot have an NIL deal until these guys are enrolled in school and on campus at any university. So it doesn't have to be the university that you want. It's because you're, you're engaging in a contract with the player, not a player complicit with them being on the roster at a university. So number one, you can't do that. So even if he signs this letter of intent, you cannot sign him to a fucking million dollar deal. Um, number two, his head coach is employed by Barstool Sports Bar- Barstool Sports. There is no way that the head coach of a football team who is in- currently employed by somebody to, you know, if, if fucking Joey McGuire was an employee of Double Eagle um, for, in Lubbock, there is no way in hell they would allow an NIL deal for that player. It's total bullshit. It's it's just it's ridiculously stupid. It is like the dumbest thing. Do I think yeah, he's gonna It's get like people can't believe oh, yeah. that Deion Sanders literally
0: the greatest the greatest player of all time to play cornerback. Like this yeah. is it's undisputed it's not close. He yeah. is the best cornerback of and all electric, time. And he probably will be it. he will be forever. Until yep. Travis Hunter, maybe, maybe if he's really good and learns a lot from Dion, takes the title away from him. And that's Deion how probably- that's how generationally incredible Dion Sanders was at the position that this kid, who's definitely going to go to the NFL, he wants to learn from the guy. The guy. There's only one guy you can learn how to be Dion from,
1: and that's Dion. And I bet you, I bet you, Florida State is already regretting. Their decision to let to not interview Deion Sanders for their head coaching job, and now at this point, two years from now, Mike Mike Norvell just signed another year extension for some ungod knows. Why are you? Why are these schools extending these guys that are just fucking garbage? I guess vote of confidence. It's just like, just why? It's so stupid. But anyway, um, I think Dion gets an interview next time when there is another fucking opening at Florida State. And do you think Travis Hunter would follow him if he still has eligibility? You are goddamn right. <laughs> You're goddamn fucking right. I I think it's good. I think it's cool. I think it's badass. I think uh, I, I think
0: it's awesome as well. I don't think yeah. that the kid cares. Yeah. It doesn't. He's like they'll win fucking championships. If yeah. if if you if you want to talk about championships and and things that you can do, they're a championship caliber team in the 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 league that they play in. Right? Yep. They're not going to be the Alabama or the whatever. But fucking Florida State isn't either. Uh, so, you know, it's between two teams. One's going to definitely win championships. You're going to be at a historically black college, uh, and university. You're going to learn from Dion. And if Dion gets picked up by anyone, you have yeah. a, a fucking insta transfer. He's taking you with him yep. wherever he goes.
1: The, uh, you know, what my favorite part about all of this is, um, If you took Florida State tomorrow and you took Jackson State tomorrow, what do you think the spread would be? Because it's for sure less than two. I would say I'm going 16 and a half. Florida State minus 16 and a half. Don't forget, they lost to an FCS school already this year.
0: I I don't know, man. Um,
1: Jackson State got upset in the FCS playoffs. Otherwise, they were they were rolling. They were a good fucking team. And Florida State is ass terrible.
0: Uh, I mean, they were very bad. They were very bad. they were uh, worse
1: than us. <laughs> very
0: bad. They were very bad. Um, they were horrible. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Texas was real bad. Uh, made a made a great recruiting class. I think some of that had to do with the new coach bump. Like some of that had to do with just incredible timing of. Like, Cristobal leaving and, uh, you know, the implosion at OU and the defensive coordinator uh, leaving and then hiring Oklahoma State's guy. Like, there was this, like, perfect storm of events that happened the week leading up to National Signing Day that that just led to a monster recruiting class for Texas. And this is why you don't give up on recruits until signing day, right? And and the flips can happen. And maybe they verbally happened before and right, they didn't they didn't really happen, you know, to the public or anybody else until then. But these coaches are for real. A- except for the ones that are not, who are now fired. Coleman,
1: bye. See ya about fucking time. About goddamn yeah. time! I don't even and care who we bring in. They gave him a
0: in. shot, right? They said you've got targets. If you can land your targets, looking at you, Terry Joseph. If you can land your yep. targets, you get to stay.
1: One, one, one landed them, One didn't. Um, and it doesn't matter who we bring in. It's going to be an upgrade. It, there, there can't be unless it's Drew fucking Maringer again. There's no way we don't upgrade that wide receiver position. Um, he, the the wide receivers had a big old case of the drops. They couldn't get out of press coverage. I mean, the fact that Worthy did what he did was in spite of Coleman. Do not let anybody fool you. Um, that guy is a massive fucking fraud. And uh, Sark, it, it, big strike against him for not realizing it when he joined the fucking staff. He even said he tried to hire, hire him at a bunch of different spots. It's like, well, first of all, you I hope you're fucking lying. Um, and number two, um, well, I hope you realized your big fucking mistake because we signed one wide receiver recruit. One. That's pretty
0: bad. Um, you know, th- there's rumors that will will get a couple of of decent takes in the upcoming wave of very high level talent coming in the post bowl transfer portal. So there is the the pre signing day sure, portal. Yeah. There's the post signing day portal, and then there's the post bowl game uh portal. And, and then, then there's the right then, after spring camp yeah. portal. Um, and so we'll, we'll see what happens in this next portal cycle. But uh, this is where the biggest names that are, uh, that have lots of eligibility left. These aren't the one year guys that the guys that are leaving after the bowl game are playing the bowl game to make a statement and the they spot. are going to go start somewhere else who is also probably in either a great bowl game or uh, that, that has something going on that they really like. And hopefully Texas has a really good story for some of these wide receivers uh, and they can point at Xavier. Xavier has been an, incredible, <laughs> an incredible recruiting asset, um, especially in the Quinn Ewers recruitment. A uh, lot of good things from that guy. And it's really it's really cool to see that 22 class come in and be you know, full of piss and vinegar. They're dogs, all these guys they are and and you know I'm excited about what, what we can see. Um, we won't really know until the spring game.
1: Breaking news.
0: That's how things.
1: Breaking news from Brent Zwerneman. you guys might know him as the uh, Aggie fucking honk media reporter that reported the SEC Texas and OU joining the SEC um, because he's an AM mouthpiece. Um, he just tweeted out Texas AM not only had no scholarship quarterbacks available, but walk on Blake Bost also was not available for Gator Bowl because of COVID 19. Wide receiver Anus Smith, um, that's his name is Anus, um, could have tried running option offense as quarterback, but he still has an injured foot. Well Blake Bost that walk on quarterback that he said had covid-19 quote tweeted him with his negative tests three negative tests in a row from today just and then did, and then did the, the curious monocle emoji looking guy um, so he just got dunked on basically proving that AM is trying everything they can to cover themselves up with the media and get out of this bowl game, even though they were perfectly fine to play this fucking game. I, 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 dunked I, on.
0: <laughs> I, I, I just, it's embarrassing. It's the, it, that's embarrassing. You know, Texas isn't playing in a bowl game either. And that's embarrassing, but they didn't forfeit a bowl game because their team imploded. And then their coaching staff bailed.
1: It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Fuck you. Fuck you. A Fuck you forever.
0: Uh, let's have, talk about let's some just, food. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about everybody's favorite segment, the Fat Boy Minute.
1: Do, 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 do. So <laughs>
0: the we missed
1: a couple Fat Boy minutes. We, we got to yeah. make up for it. So we're going to talk about food yeah. for at least fifteen minutes.
0: We're yeah, we've got a blitz. We've got a a Fat Boy blitz. Fat boy
1: hour. (laughs) We're just going to talk for seven hours about fucking food. We may just
0: cut all of the... We may put everything that you just heard is going to be two and a half X speed so that we can talk about food.
1: (laughs) We'll do a part one and a part two. Part two is just nothing but diabetes. (laughs) Uh, So
0: we're going to start with Christmas foods. And that's open to anything that that means to you. Whatever that means to you, how does Christmas tickle your belly
1: so i am a massive thanksgiving guy i'm a massive christmas guy i'm here for the classics but i'm actually hosting this year so this is actually my first year to host my entire fucking family all like 25 people or whatever um i got me a snake river farms wagyu brisket that i'll be smoking i got a um yeah i got me a uh boneless turkey breast that i'll be doing brisket style salt and pepper on it fuck ton of butter i'm probably going to brine it and inject it too um the whole thing it's just going to be a mouthful of butter every time you bite into it salt pepper and butter that's all it's going to so very excited that but then you know i'm here for the mac and cheeses i'm here for the mashed potatoes um if we're talking sweets i'm a gingerbread cookie guy i love (gasps) I you love gingerbread. gingerbread cookies. Cookies. Yeah, so I got them at uh, I, uh, my wife sent me to Whole Foods today. Don't worry, I'm not normally one of those guys that goes to Whole Foods. That's where the she gets her protein powder or whatever. So, this is the only place I, I can fucking go. But have
0: you have you ever had have you ever eaten so many gingerbread cookies that you got heartburn?
1: Well, I get heartburn from like everything. I take a I take a okay. Pepsi every single morning, so. <laughs> but they had fresh baked gingerbread cookies that they had put out like like the good stuff like you know when it's in like the t- oh. like the plastic container that they have to do like the vacuum seal on like it's not pre-packaged they were the softest gingerbread cookies i've ever eaten in my entire life they were so good I ate the entire fucking every single one of them.
0: so um my family for whatever reason uh i'm not a, i'm not a huge christmas guy. i'm like the grinch but you know i'll do christmas <laughs> i love the food around christmas we're opposite well, we inherited here. a lot of my wife's family tradition. And um, one of their family traditions is the 24th plays a much larger role in the Christmas thing than the 25th. So the presents are all open except for Santa's presents. Santa's presents come the 25th, but you open everything else the night of the 24th. And before that, you have, a, you know, like a Dr. Seuss Christmas. And so you have the big dinner the night before. The roast beast. And,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so uh
0: I am gonna get a uh as high a grade of a standing rib roast as I can nice tomorrow. So if I can find a grade seven or grade eight Wagyu,
1: yes. I'm buying
0: it. If I yes. can only find a really nice prime one, I guess I'll I'll settle for that. But I am on the hunt tomorrow in Austin, and I'm gonna hit up all the the nice butcher shops and everything. and I'm gonna find the nicest standing rib roast. How I are you gonna buy. how
1: are you gonna cook it?
0: And so I make my own creme fraiche, that oh. it, like horseradish creme fraiche. Oh yeah, and so I've got that uh, sitting on the counter right now with the cultured buttermilk. And uh, you know the, the cream and everything else, and it will turn into creme fraiche. And then I mix in the prepared horseradish and a little bit of salt and uh, smoked salt, pepper, Ooh. and prepared horseradish. And right, that's a really really great creme fraiche horseradish sauce that goes on the side. Then um, for the the roast beef piece of it, um, I do. Uh, like half a cup of extra virgin olive oil, um, and just a fuckload, just like handfuls of rosemary, um, just oh, like, yeah. and then All that flavors, uh, yeah, uh, a couple like four cloves of garlic, minced, um, well, just thrown into the blender, right? Whole you don't know, you can mince them before, and just throw them in, um, into the food processor, and uh, like salt, pepper. Uh, and and a little bit of right, uh, red pepper flake and stuff like that. Just uh, you know, general steak seasoning blend, and you you put that in the food processor, and it comes out as this like great paste, and you just fucking slather it all over that bitch, and then uh, (laughs) I I let it kind of you know, hang out in the fridge with all that stuff on it to where it gets a little bit, you know, dry. Um, And it's almost like a peckle. And then uh, I I smoke it at 275 with oak and pecan uh, until it gets to an internal of about 112 to 115, depending on the piece of meat. And then I pull it off. And I get that fire, uh, just all coals and get all the ash off of it. And I just get that fire going as, as hot as it will get. And then I With just throw, I just throw the fucking thing in the fire. I just throw yep. it on the coals Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, just throw that pitch on the coals. And, and, you know, I have these heat resistant gloves and I flip it, you know, every 45 seconds for about two minutes. Get it all super charred on the outside, um, and then let Charter it rest for it. about thirty minutes. You're and get then, you know, it, it'll or... come up to one twenty-five. Usually, somewhere between one twenty-two and one twenty-five is where I like the the center of that to get to. And then um, you cut that bitch, and and it's knife knife tender, and there's no gray meat. Right, I mean, there's oh, yeah. no, there's no gray at all on any of. I know that there's some people that like to do the roast thing, and you know, you get gray pieces Correct. on the outside or whatever. Um, if you want, if you want some of that, uh, I, I'll throw it back on the grill for you and get a Garbage. little bit more well done. I'll
1: ask them to but, leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll ask them to leave. You will get it out. But the fucking cook it. The
0: low, the low temp smoke, right, uh, combined with the rub. And then that really hard sear yep. all kind of combine to, to really just make a, a really cool, awesome roast beef. And then we're going to do some uh, scalloped potatoes that are yep. just like insane. Uh, and that, you're right. So great, right. Good big dinner, the 24th. But the 25th is all about relaxing and opening Santa's gifts and enjoying Christmas Day. And then, uh, you know, what's what's easier and lighter because you've you've been eating so heavily than King Crab Legs. Oh, oh, Crab Legs. I wasn't ready
1: for that. King (laughs) Crab
0: Legs for dinner. And, you know, it could be an early dinner. I think we're doing, you know, it's more like a a liner, right? Four, four, four ish, 334. Yeah. And we've got uh, 15 pounds of Alaskan king crab legs oh, that we steam <laughs> and 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 eat right just dip in butter and and enjoy that way just real simple uh Always super good. easy and, yeah we do then, uh
1: Shout out tamales too. We're talking Christmas foods. I love it. We're going to do that. Tamales. Yeah.
0: Tamales while we open presents. Yeah. for sure. Yeah.
1: That's the best. Yeah. Tamale. For some reason we always end up cinnamon rolls, Tamales and uh, some form of mimosa or some kind of champagne that I just start at like eight in the morning when the kids are opening presents and just don't stop until it's all gone. And then I switch to bourbon. I got me a bottle of Blanton's that I'm going to be cracking open, um, which Ooh, I'm nice. very excited about. So,
0: So I got my kid. I got my kid a Power Wheels. It's not a Power Wheels. It's just everybody knows them as Power Wheels. It's a ride-on car, uh, toy. But my son is two, and he's obsessed with cars. But I don't know that he could drive. uh, Number one, (laughs) number two, and second um, is is crazy. Is uh, not only can he maybe not drive. But this thing that I bought him, I, I live like out in the country and there's not really any pavement uh, that is acceptable for a young person that uh, it can go unsupervised on. Cause it's all like, all my pavement leads to road and road has fast yeah. yeah. And, the, and, those cars and so are that's fucking instant blind. toddler death. <laughs> yeah. And so everything that, that he's going to be doing is like the woods and like, I have a mostly flat lot, but it's all grass and rocks. And we live out in the fucking country. Uh, and so the, I got him a 24 volt one, which are, you know, they're, they're more powerful. They don't get stuck, whatever. And, uh, I ordered him like this off road ruggedized one. And it's like, uh, what it is is it's a, it's, it's, it's a Mercedes Benz Unimog one. And, uh, I didn't realize, I thought, you know, oh, like, that's cute. It's like the G-Wagons that you see in Target. But, like, it's not as douchey as the G-Wagon. It's like what I thought. (laughs) It got, it got here. And it, it's fucking huge. Like, I can ride in it. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: Yeah. Good thing you got Uh, a two-year-old doing it. (laughs) Yeah, it
0: has two seats. It has a fucking remote control. The thing is fucking insane. So, I think he's going to love that on, on Christmas he may not get any tamales cause he's just going to be fucking riding that shit all morning.
1: Oh yeah. I don't blame him. I probably would too. <laughs> yeah. We got our kids a kitchen set and a bunch of Minnie mouse stuff, a water table. Um, I don't know. Just a bunch of little shit. Uh, nothing big and crazy and, and, and murderous like that. <laughs> this was accidental. This was not. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew it was like a, a manslaughter, not a homicide. And I love it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so going from Christmas to probably uh, the the twenty sixth of December, uh, I usually have a pretty pretty big hangover. The twenty sixth, usually I get a little cheery, a little jolly. Maybe drink half a fifth of rum in my eggnog on accident. <laughs> so that
1: seems, yeah, that seems uh, that seems light, honestly. <laughs> seems like normal. So, uh,
0: what is your go to? Christmas hangover
1: leftovers, whatever's left over, it doesn't matter. And I'm gonna make the 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 craziest concoction of all time. So, like, I'm already gonna tell you guys, um, I'm gonna have a brisket grilled cheese on oh. the twenty-sixth. I'm oh. gonna make. I already bought a sourdough loaf. I'm going to have, I'm going to fucking paste that bitch in butter. Just absolute, just cheese it to out the fucking gourd. I'll put a little barbecue sauce in there, do a little chopped brisket, some little, you know, some of the fatty, maybe a little burn end in there too. And then just as much cheese as I can stuff in the motherfucker and then just baste it with butter the whole time. Yeah. I'll probably have two or three of those. Maybe a little brisket nachos, brisket quesadilla, whatever's left over. I got a 19 pound brisket, so we'll see how much is actually left over. Um, I always talk a big game, and then everybody wants to take some shit home, and I end up with nothing but the you know the driest part of the flat. So <laughs> you can't exactly. Well, there's no driest part of it. a
0: flat in the fucking wagyu brisket, bro. Yeah, that's true. So, that's true.
1: That's true. Um,
0: I, I I like doing the same thing, and I have uh, Hawaiian rolls oh, yeah. and I'm gonna finally shave whatever is left of the the prime rib. Oh yeah and make like prime rib sliders with provolone. Yeah and uh cream or er, in and, and that creme fraîche and uh some some onion some uh whatever some caramelized onions oh and, yeah and just that will be you know just all you do is put it in a pan. You you just line the bottom of the pan, like you, you, you just rub butter all over it, you put the Hawaiian rolls in, then you just put the shaved ribeye, you don't detach any of them, right? You just put the shaved ribeye all over, you just throw the provolone all on top. You you have the caramelized onions mostly done, you just dump those on top of the cheese, um, and then you put that in and just let it get warm, basically, in the oven. You put it, you know, in the oven 350 wait like to see that 10, minutes, minutes. Yep. yeah cheese gets bubbly the rest of those onions kind of like cook and then you take it out dab some of the creme fraiche on it top it off and
1: bam hey but number one thing that i'm gonna have um when i'm hung over uh on the 26th is actually just gonna be more alcohol um i don't have to do shit on on the 27th on that monday so i'm probably just gonna get re-drunk that's usually the best way to get past it.
0: so it's uh you know, I, the, all the good bowl games or all the bowl games that like actually are worth a shit start the day after Christmas, right? We're 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 I guess we're t- a good twelve or fifteen or t- who knows a lot of games in already. We've had a lot of games. I and, haven't watched the
1: one, <laughs> and not <laughs> yeah, dumb. not
0: one of them. Uh, that like not one of them was any good. Uh, I, I like I haven't heard anybody like, oh, did you see the blah 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 bull? It's like no one gives a single fuck about anything that's going on until after Christmas. So the first one, uh, that I really see that I want to watch is Houston Auburn, and that's on the twenty eighth. Um, and then and then the really good one, you know, they start then that same day. You've got Mississippi State, Texas Tech and then UCLA-NC State. I'll watch all three of those games. Oh, give me West Virginia-Minnesota to cap off the night. Yeah. But sign nice me up like for sign me up for the 28th, right? I'm in for college football on the 28th. Uh, what do we got going on the 29th? We got SMU-Virginia. Don't really care. Probably won't watch that game. Maybe. Uh, Maryland-Vatek. Won't watch that game either. Nope. Probably don't care. Then we get Clemson-Iowa State definitely watching that game.
1: Yeah, I want to see uh, that. That'll be interesting. And then
0: and then Oregon Oklahoma uh yeah. a a good a good night game uh just down the road at the the Alamo Bowl in San Antonio. So they they could stole be, our bowl. <laughs> could be a, a nice little evening of football there, but pretty shitty morning and afternoon. And then on the 30th, uh you got North Carolina South Carolina which I'm definitely watching for I, for the lulls, and Mac Brown, right? Just yeah, to watch Butterteeth lose. Yep. Uh, to a terrible South Carolina team. To That'd a be terrible great. South Carolina. I wish
1: Spencer team. Rattler could play. That'd be even better.
0: Uh, Tennessee, surprisingly, a, a, a really good season this year for Tennessee. For for the like what like happened. Right. Yep. Yeah they they turned it around and they're playing Purdue. Who this game would have been a lot more interesting had their pretty badass quarterback not hit the transfer portal already. Yeah, so probably gonna skip out on that game, but it, it would have otherwise been a good game. Then you got Michigan State, Pitt, ACC champion versus really, or I don't know if they won or not. Pitt didn't. Oh, Wake Forest won, didn't they? Wake, yeah, Wake won. Yeah. Yep. So Pitt, good team, right? I whatever. They're they're solid.
1: We're getting their wide receiver. Michigan State's gonna
0: blow them out, but I'll watch that game probably. The watch it Bowl. until it gets shitty. Yeah, and then you got Wisconsin, Arizona State. Don't even bother. Don't fucking watch that game. Trash. It's
1: gonna be boring. As-
0: um. So then we've got Wake Forest versus TBD,
1: looking Rutgers. like Rutgers, um, <laughs> Rutgers,
0: because eight and forfeit, uh, is is out of that game. That's so um, good. That then, has to
1: be the title of the podcast. That's
0: like- <laughs> then we've got uh. Wazoo and Miami, the battle of, uh, you know, the R words. Um, <laughs> yeah. Miami may be good next season. They're not good this season. Uh, and so who's even interim head coach? Like, Cristobal's not going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll coach the bowl game. So who? I don't know who coaches that game. Yeah, uh, I it's no going to be weird. Probably not going to watch that game. Uh, Central Michigan Boise State, definitely not watching that game. That's gonna suck. Uh and then and then we get into the, the good games. Cincinnati, Alabama. Uh yeah. who do you have in, in uh, the Cincinnati? Alabama
1: is going to yeah. fucking mudstomp them. Mud stomp yeah, them. Yeah, I don't think it's
0: weird. I don't think it's I think um first and last. Well, I don't know. Cincinnati's gonna be power five if Big Twelve is still considered power five whenever all that happens. Yeah. But their G G five, this'll be the last time G five team gets in. Yeah, they're ever. gonna
1: get fucked. They're just gonna get absolutely murdered. I'm G five
0: team I, may, may not even be included in the expanded playoffs. Uh that's how bad I think this is gonna be. Yeah.
1: Fifty five to fourteen, Alabama.
0: Yeah. Um then we got Georgia, Michigan. Gonna be a, a really crazy game. Uh, Defense, I think Michigan man. pulls it out just because, you know. Season tickets and shit, but I, I honestly toss up. It's a coin toss.
1: I'm going to say Georgia wins in a close ish game. It's probably going to be closer than the final score dictates. I'm going to go Georgia 24 to 16, but they play within a yeah. field goal ish or so for, you know, three quarters.
0: That's going to be a really nice evening of football. And then January 1st. The, the the best bowl day really it's Always. the best day of football except for opening day in, like Texas Red OU. River really yeah <laughs> right? Red River like that that's it. Um, so we start out the day with Penn State Arkansas definitely watching that game that's going to be a great game. Yeah, that's be I, good. like Arkansas super shocked at the season that they've had. They play fucking hard. Penn State also plays fucking hard. And I think that's just going to be a a brutal bashing of each of each other's team's game. Then you get Kentucky, who, disappointing season for them, still a pretty good team against Iowa. Same story for them. Start off really strong, get to the conference championship game, get fucking run out of the stadium. Uh, That's going to be a really good smash-mouth football game as well. Then you get Notre Dame-Oklahoma State. Is Oklahoma State... Gonna shit its pants two games in a row.
1: Yeah, I'm taking Notre Dame in that one.
0: I'm taking Notre Dame as well. Yeah, I they lost Gundy, they lost
1: their defensive coordinator.
0: I think Gundy's fucked. I think Gundy's fucked. I think uh this was his only shot and I think he fucked it.
1: Yeah. I could see that. And then he it, we we can get into this in the next podcast, but um he also recruited a fucking kid that was guilty of manslaughter. So I don't know if you've even seen that story, yeah. but yeah, he, they signed a kid that just pled guilty to manslaughter. He was driving 104 miles an hour and hit a pedestrian, um, which awesome. Good job, Mike yeah. killing it.
0: Yeah. Notre Dame so. wins that game, but still good. Worth the watch. Right. I mean, worth oh, yeah, the watch. Sure. Uh, it's actually kind of a bummer that that game is the same time as the Iowa Kentucky game. I think they're both going to be good games. Uh, yep. Agreed. Then. We've got the granddaddy of them all. The Rose Bowl game presented by Capital One. That's the actual official name of the bowl now. It's not just the Rose Bowl game. It's the Rose Bowl game presented by Capital. Uh, You know, who knows? Maybe they need the sponsor. But it is Ohio State and Utah. Uh, So Ohio State looking to avenge their Oregon loss because Utah... Fucked Oregon twice. Twice. Hard. Yep. And so in some strange reality, Ohio State can can be okay with themselves if they beat Utah in this Rose Bowl game. I think they're coming to play. I think they've got something to prove. Uh, I don't think they like the way that their season ended with the Michigan game, and they had to sit at home and watch Michigan beat it, an Iowa team that they also would have beat and Michigan's in their playoff spot. And I think Ohio state's pissed off about it. I think, uh, you know, their boy didn't win the Heisman. He's pissed off about that
1: and that they're going to come
0: out ready to play and we'll see what cam rising
1: and the youth yeah.
0: have to say about that.
1: Yeah. I think Ohio state fucking waxes that ass, but who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Utah gets up for some they always get up for games like this, the Oregon game being an example of that.
0: Oh, dude. And then the Sugar Bowl is Ole Miss and Baylor. The Big Twelve Championship Baylor Bears. Should have been us. Fucking I hate Baylor, but they are the Big Twelve champions. They're the 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 rightful rulers of the kingdom for now.
1: That could have been us. We should be there. We should be doing the Surly Horns podcast on Bourbon Street on New oh, Year's shit. Day. Yeah, and then,
0: uh, fucking Old Miss. Uh, wow, the, the you know the, the season that they've had is remarkable, right? I mean, it's they it's lost like, their really... rape
1: enabling offensive coordinator. Fuck you, Jeff Lebby, you piece of shit.
0: Yeah, but he's out, right? He's gone. He gone. Yeah. So, but Lane Kiffin gonna be calling the place anyway, so
1: doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking
0: matter. And they high flying offense versus Baylor, who somehow has figured out a way to fucking defense their way to a champion. I don't, I don't understand. Um, I I think Baylor gets fucking run out of the sugar bowl. Yeah. I keep saying it, but they, they won't even drink their sorrows away because they're a bunch of fucking Baptists. So I think they just fucking, they just drive home. They drive to the game and then drive home after because they're a bunch of, of Baptists.
1: Uh, so I grew up Presbyterian, and my dad always told the joke is, uh, how do you know the difference between a Presbyterian and a Baptist? And it's a uh, Presbyterian will shake your hand in line at the liquor store. <laughs> uh,
0: and then to round out the regular season of bowls is LSU, who got bowl eligible, I but Bogu believe- does not get to coach. Doesn't get to coach against My Kansas, family, State. Kansas uh, State. I don't understand what, why this game is, is on January 4th on a Tuesday. I don't understand. But I, I'll watch it, right? That's going to be the last football game that we're going to get for a week. And then we get the, the national championship on January 10th. It's going to be Alabama and Michigan. And I've Alabama, got to choose Georgia, Michigan again, but I think Alabama actually wins. Right? I think Alabama, Alabama, Georgia,
1: I, Alabama wins it again. Alabama, Georgia, I, Alabama wins it, thirty-one to twenty-one.
0: I I don't know. I think Michigan. I think Michigan wins. Uh, I
1: would love to see it. I'm rooting for Michigan. That's who. I, that's who I, I want. I to think uh, Michigan winning great. a
0: national championship out of fucking nowhere would, would be. be awesome. That would be chef's kiss on this fucking insane season. Insane. Stupid. Insane this whole season, season of college football.
1: stupid. It's been so goddamn. And then we'll be back here next. And hey, so, you know, just because football season's kind of winding down, it doesn't mean your friends at the Surly Horn podcast are. Not only do we have some really cool stuff that you've probably already witnessed, um, but uh, we will have a lot of cool stuff for the podcast as well. We have to do basically all of the burn ends need to do their podcast appearance in the off season um, because we don't want to do that shit during the season and take thirty forty five minutes of their fucking life. Um, so you know, be prepared for a lot of cool shit coming your way, uh, including That's the six happy
0: episodes. Out. That's six episodes rolling up to the spring game. Uh, gonna be a lot of fun. Gonna yep. be a lot of fun.
1: Yep, yeah, maybe we'll do another live stream of the of the spring game, or can we tailgate the spring game? Just do that.
0: We can, we can.
1: We should do that.
0: Uh, it's been it's been great. We're we're excited to we're gonna get back on schedule. Yep. Um, we don't have any more tricks up our sleeves that, that yet. will take. Yet. Yeah, yeah, that will take Very much us yet. away from our dear listeners. Um, for as as long as as we were distracted for with this last thing, but. Uh, We will talk to you guys and talk at you gals and girls soon. Our
1: family. (laughs) Talk to our Our family. family. (laughs) Hook (laughs) them. Hook them.